Welcome to the That Wisconsin Girl podcast featuring award-winning broker and owner, Mary Rooflet. In this show, you will discover that you have to give to gain in order to live your best life. And now your host, Mary Rooflet. Give me a hundred acres, cut a path through the lonely pines. A little piece of paper, saying everything I see is mine. Hi everyone, thanks for listening. I wanted to share with you a couple things before election day. Encourage everybody to get out and vote. Of course, everybody knows my opinion on things. I'm going to share a little bit of why I wanted to push this out earlier than I normally do. The last podcast, I allowed my nephew to come on and share some of his great thoughts and research that he has done. And, you know, one thing I learned from him, I did say, because I look at the paper every day, you know, where has Evers been? I haven't seen him on the news. I haven't seen him in the paper. It's like, where has he been? And then Brad brings up, they haven't been in session for like 120 days or some crazy number. So I appreciate him staying on top of that. And then he talked about, I gotta, I gotta correct some things here. I'm a little old school. And maybe I came across as, you know, I just, if I don't feel well and I feel like I'm going to, I'm just go to work to infect people and no common sense and all of that. No, I honestly had never missed a day of school. I want to say it was my junior year and I always was raised, you try to go to school, you just do your best and if you can't make it. And the only reason why I missed school, to be quite honest with you, I was working a lot, going to school, playing sports. I was tired. I was very tired. I remember when I didn't get out of bed that morning, I was exhausted. And those of you who have grown up in a hurry and a lot on your plate at a young age, you can appreciate where I'm coming from (laughs) with this comment. So I want to be very clear, even with my office, yes, I come into my office, there are days where I might have a little sneeze, a headache, but I always get up get my workout in. There has been days where I've been exhausted or worked a lot, and no, I didn't get my workout in, but honestly, I don't miss. Very seldom will I miss my workout. If I didn't show up for work, I gotta be honest with you, I'm having a record-breaking year in the middle of a pandemic. You know, my goal is always to escrow and close about 200 transactions a year. We're gonna be well over 300 this year. We have a lack of inventory like none other. And I've had this opinion for about five to seven years with what I do. And I said, we're opening up seven days a week. And we're going to make this happen. We're going to get through it. And it has worked for me. And again, I don't do this alone. I have great people around me. And then the COVID hit. Could you imagine if I didn't show up? All those clients and the disappointment. And it stops everybody's life, okay? So it brings me to the point, we have to learn to live with this, and we have to learn to move on. Somebody kind of got on me on Sunday night. I shared Beverly Hills, had a phenomenal Trump rally. I shared it to people, and it's pretty easy for me to clean up my Facebook, and I'll be quite honest with you. Anything negative comes in from anybody, I just block them and delete it. I will never fire back anymore. It's not worth it. I had a view, it was a positive thing, and it was not knocking anybody. But when somebody fires back at me and I would give an explanation and say thank you, you know, or take care, it's out of the fact that I respect their opinion, but they don't respect mine. I just feel I have to take the high road, shut it down. I blocked these two women 
and I'll tell you what they said. The one heard my nephew's podcast, and she said, don't go to work sick and wash your hands and, and all these negative things she said to me. And anybody who knows me, especially the people that live with me, again, you can eat off the floor of my garage. Come on over. And my house, my office is sanitized every single week. I drive my family nuts. I got a little bit of my grandma, Millie, in me. I mean, she worked at the VA hospital in that lady's house. And even my grandpa, he was in the military, he'd see a little spot on the rug. He'd bend over and pick it up, a little piece of paper. And you make your bed. And I watched, and most of you have probably seen this online, where it's this guy, the first task you have, and he's a military guy standing there, is making your bed every day. Here's what I have to tell you guys. Consistency grows people, habits, all of these things that we have got to get back into. And it's not okay to not have school open five days a week. And I'm going to tell you why. If I can see elderly people bagging groceries at Festival Foods, Woodman's, the post office, sorting mail, they're touching everything, then I think we can have our schools open up to the healthiest population that's out there, which is our kids. Also, parents that need to get into a consistent lifestyle, they're used to schools opening up. And eventually, guys, there's going to be a reform because there's going to be people like me that are pretty pissed off on how things are shutting down, just a blink of the eye, somebody came in contact with somebody, they are negative, and all of a sudden they're shutting, they have to be quarantined for 14 days. You have no idea what that does, unless you own your own company, what that does to your checkbook and trying to run your own companies. It destroys things. We have got to learn to live with this. You need to buck up show up to work, use some common sense. When I come into work, if I don't feel well, I shut my door. My staff wipes their phone down, whether the COVID was here or not. When you are transferring desks, you clean your stuff up after you're done working. That's how we roll here. Nobody needed to tell me to do that. Nationally, state, and local, way too much government demands on people. And I tell you, if the right person does not get in there, we will be hurting. If the wrong person gets in there, typically, we live in Wisconsin, might take a year to catch up with us, guys. You're going to see a lot of people bailing on stuff. And the other part of it is, a lot of us strong people who choose to lead, own their own companies, and lead in communities, volunteer their time to run organizations, you're going to see those checks stopping. Because people have had it. We give to gain because we want to be in strong communities and lead, period. I don't want somebody coming in my office telling me how to run my office. Absolutely. And I sure in the hell don't want some health department telling me that something's got to be cleaner around here. Nobody needs to tell me that. Same thing with schools. Teachers need to figure it out. I have a lot of fantastic clients who run schools who are teachers, and they have shared with me they are appalled of what's happening here. And some of them, I'll be honest with you, are on the fence. They're scared. I heard a little bit of my nephew's voice, less students, but you know what? People are still going out to bars and restaurants. I see them on social media. 
and there is 50 to 100 people I can see in these bars and restaurants and these events. We have got to learn to live with this and get going in the right direction. The other thing I want to bring up, people said, well, Trump has divided everybody. Absolutely not. People need to thank this man. He left several companies, not just him, his family has lost billions of dollars to step into this position. This man saw corruption that we did not see. This guy went in on both sides of government and broke the damn foundation, brought in a backhoe, and he's still got the backhoe in there, and he's cleaning house right now on both sides. And he is putting the right people where they need to be for us, the people, giving our rights back to us. When I do construction, and I'm not a builder, but I have great builders that I have worked with over my lifetime, and the key thing is a solid foundation. If you do not have a solid foundation, people, you have nothing. I don't care how pretty you want to make that house, how expensive of stuff that you put into it. If the foundation is crap, that's basically you're living with a mediocre house. I use that analogy because I'm in the real estate world and I have developed, I, I build, I've rehabbed homes. And again, I don't pound nails, but I have a good sense of things and how to rehab things that make sense. And my brother did a, a phenomenal job in a rehab downtown a couple years ago for me. He called me. I remember him calling me. And I'm going to tell you what I did with this house. I bought this house for a couple, and then the rehab on these older homes, you never know what you're tearing into. Kind of the same stuff Trump's working with right now. You never know what you're going to tear into. And the guy was left a mess. When I say he's left a mess, and I'll get back to my brother with the construction in just a moment, he's clearing house on 25 to 30 years worth of corruption that I can remember. I remembered where I was when 9-11 hit. I was in Scottsdale, Arizona at a conference. When people want to compare 9-11 to what's going on with us right now, it's tragedy. It's a straight damn board. You cannot weigh one over the other, okay? Tragedy. Lives lost. This was a terrorist attack on our country on both events, COVID and 9-11. The difference is the different players that you have in the office right now. When 9-11 hit, you had Bush in. Bush was not the strongest president we ever had, and there's a lot of reasons why. But the mayor you had in New York City was Giuliani. I've had the pleasure of hearing the man speak twice. He's amazing, rock-solid individual, strong personality. He went into New York City. It was a mess. He went in there, cleaned it up, reformed the police department, and he was the one in office when 9-11 hit. So I cannot give kudos to Bush. I'm going to give kudos to Giuliani because he was the mayor at the time and he was there every day cleaning up this terrorist attack. Horrible. So I'm going to go back a little bit of the politics of cleaning house here. Trump walked into a mess. Not a lot of strong leadership. When you look at the disaster states right now that are Democratic run, that are a mess, those people should be ashamed of themselves. 
I'm going to go back to this house that my brother rehabbed on Roosevelt Avenue for me. He called me one day, and I knew it would be expensive. And it was expensive college, I call it. And I was willing to do it for this couple. And the rehab got too expensive for him, so I ended up, I still actually own this house. My brother called me, he goes, Mary, it's not good. We had to pretty much tear off the backside of the house. We had, I think I'm the seventh owner of this house. It was built in the 1920s, big salt box, beautiful home by the university. He goes, what do you want to do? I said, tear it off. I am not going to have you correct a bunch of crap from seven prior owners who were too lazy. Let me put that on the table, and that's going to mean something in a moment here, that did not do it the right way. They cobbled. They put pieces together. you know. And when you do that to a house, now we got a good foundation on Roosevelt. That's why I didn't clear it out. But the sticks above, it was a mess, and it wasn't done right. It was a lot of work. And that house is stunning. It's actually one of my higher-end executive rentals. Never have a problem renting it. It was done right. Here's where I'm at with this, guys. In Trump, he is coming in. He's cleaning house. He's getting the best people in that are fair, reasonable, and working for the people. The problem that I have with things is this constant shutdown for no reason. And it is killing a lot of our businesses right now. And I am telling you right now, guys, to go out and vote the right way. My heart goes out to everybody who's struggling with this. But I'm telling you the right way is not to run away. We got to face this thing head on and stop this craziness because it is now impacting people that actually lead our communities it's putting a stress load on them, and some of these people can take it, some can't. And what we have to remember, the next time local elections go around, you pay attention to what these people actually have done. We are taxpayers. We are paying their paychecks, okay? You ask them what they've truly changed and done. And if they stumble and can't rattle off five things, then you probably need to either run yourself Okay, get in the game, or you need to maybe pick another candidate that is running that knows what they're doing. We can all sit back and judge all of those in certain offices. We kind of got to live with what we voted in and make the change the next time this comes around for election. Okay, whenever we have these crazy things happen in our life, we need to stop and think about why they're happening instead of being so negative on everything, and it's hard not to. Guys, we have got to open up and get going with things and stop being afraid. In closing, I have one more thing to share with you. You know, we all watch the, the local news, and then we hear, oh, it's fake news, and there are three different stations that I watch, and I would have to say they're spot on about what's going on in the world today. One American news network, and then right side broadcasting, and then, you know, the other one, of course, Fox News, I watch that, and that could go either way. Some of that is a little bit for the ratings, but this One American News 
Network is a good one. And then Right Side Broadcasting is another one that you really should listen to if you really want to be in tune on things. And again, guys, the last uh, government board I sat on was student council all four years in high school. And I have to tell you, we always made budget because if one kid didn't pay his uh, dues, guess who paid it? I did. Okay? Because we will make budget. <laughs> it's a true story. And you know, I got to tell you, when I was class president in high school, I always picked the best people to run the, the job. And I would oversee it. But the best people ran certain organizations in our school. We had a ball. We had a great time in high school. And that's when you could be a kid and joke around and pull pranks on teachers. Sorry, teachers. But, you know, and I wasn't the prankster. Some of my friends were. At the end of the day, we just need to get back to having fun and living and, you know, enjoying each other's company again. So that's all I got. Take care. Time on you. You sitting there looking all pretty in the sun.